say hello back. Oh, hello. Hi. Hi. I didn't know you were talking to me. I don't know. I didn't either until I just decided <laughs> to do it. Until I didn't respond and then you decided, <laughs> hey, this is for you. Yeah. Welcome to another fantastic episode of Are you this still is... talking to me? I'm talking to whoever will listen. Okay. This is another episode of This Is Marriage Podcast. What's this podcast about? Um, two married idiots talking in their kitchen and drinking. <laughs> Well, that's what we're doing. That's not what it's about. Basic, same thing. <laughs> we're talking about life. Yeah. And shit. And the pursuit of happiness. I have, every time we do an episode, I'm like, how do I put in, in like a clever, catchy one phrase, one sentence thing of what this podcast is? It's a podcast about ghosts. Well, yeah, but it's not that. It's a podcast about kids and relationships and sometimes poop yeah we do talk about poop a lot not a lot lot. but probably more than most podcasts talk about poop (laughs) unless it's a like a poop podcast that would be gross i am should we introduce ourselves in Um, case i'm porter no you're not you don't know (laughs) you can't see my face (laughs) you as the listener can't see my face you don't know who i am if if you're a new listener, if you're brand new to this show and you're still with us, you say I'm Ashley. I'm Ashley. Okay. I'm I, I'm not though. <laughs> I'm Porter. I'm Ashley. And this is marriage. Yes, and we're married. And we are, for a minute. Um. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. We are. Uh, we we got a little bit of a change of scenery tonight. We normally have our dedicated studio, our podcast studio, in the basement. However, Porter decided to <laughs> due to my reorganize our basement my yet again. ADD. I uh, I decided I was going to reorganize the basement and move things around, but there's entirely bless you. There's entirely too much to move, Thanks. and so I didn't get done in time, and so now we're up in our kitchen, sitting at the kitchen table. I kind of like it up here. Do you? You well, like holding the microphone? Um, it's a lot brighter up here. It is. It's not nearly as dingy. And the dogs are far away. And there's like, I can look at all our snacks. Yeah. And then when we have to make a drink, it's just right there. Yeah. That'd be really fucking loud though. We'd still have to pause it. Well, yeah, but wouldn't have to go upstairs. Yeah. Um, cause walking. So yeah, I don't, I don't know if any of you guys are like this, but I, I like to, to take on new projects and not finish them immediately. That's actually one of my favorite hobbies. It's like a mania. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it kind of reminds me of Shameless, like where, and I'm not saying that I'm bipolar by any means, but I do feel like sometimes I get in like a manic episode, much like on Shameless, and I just start moving stuff and doing things. Like who? And ta- well, like Ian and his mom. Like, oh, remember yeah. Remember when she was like, we're going to rebuild the wall and start tearing down walls? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and then it yeah. never got anything happened. It just was left with like this wall, this hole in the wall. Anyway. But we'll we'll get the basement put back together, and we will once again move ourselves back down to our back down to our dungeon to our dungeon. Um, so Ash. Yes. I forgot what I was going to tell you. Um, we. You were going to talk about. Oh, our badass our, drinking game. Yeah. Yeah, we uh. A friend of the program. A friend of the program. If we're just going to like copy everything X96 does. We're going to copy everything that everybody does. Yeah. Because who wants to be original? Not <laughs> Not me. us, yeah. I don't want that. That's hard. I have to like sniffle. If you I don't sneeze know. again. No, I just have snot dripping down my nose. Ugh. So I... Oh, remember? Remember bringing it back to yeah. this episode? Yeah. When I was sick and I had like the crunchy, crusty napkins mm-hmm. because we didn't have tissues which you're still using crusty crunchy napkins because we're in the we're kitchen out of, and we're out of tissues yeah oh I sh- it needs to be put on the store the list yeah okay so as ash was saying we have a, a member a friend of the program sam sent me this drinking game it's a this is marriage drinking and i loved it so much i sent it to ash and she died she just thought it was the the coolest the thing ever that and so the funniest thing ever we will post this on our um uh, on the episode notes yeah so and you then guys can see we it po- we'll post it on the facebook and then yeah. 
I posted it to the Instagram right. on our. No, maybe I just did my personal Instagram, but I'll post it on our Instagram stories. In and case then I'll anybody save still it. follows our Instagram. Yeah, there's like 70 people. And then I'll save it as like a highlight. So we're going to go through the list right now and see what you guys think. Let's see if we can drink already. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. Let's <laughs> let's go through the list and see what we can drink to. Okay, so drink every time Porter says, okay, which I don't feel like I've ever said. I don't, <laughs> I don't either, but... <laughs> evidently, I do. Maybe you just say it Sam, so much that it's just both of us Yeah. just tune it out. Sam, if you're a valuable... If you're actually like a friend of the program and like you genuinely enjoy our show, I want you to dedicate some time and go through and find sound bites and record them of me saying, okay. That's a lot of work. I know. But she's the one who made the list, so I'd like some evidence that I actually do say that. Okay. JK. <laughs> Porter and Ashley disagree. Have we disagreed on this yet? Yeah. Today? Today, no. I think no. just in, in general. Th- fuck. Well, yeah, of course, <laughs> in general. I disagree with you. Just even the way you breathe sometimes. I. <sighs> Someone says fuck. Well, we have to drink to that. Yep. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, and look at number the next one. I lost my picture. Someone mentions the booze they're drinking. Ash, what are we drinking tonight? We are drinking not sponsored whiskey. <laughs> so you're going to keep it a secret? No. I, whiskey and Coke? The, the, I was trying to make a joke because... No one will sponsor our podcast? Well, and it's just like, oh, what are we drinking? Oh, we're, we're having some Jim Beam whiskey. Thanks, Jim Beam, yeah. for sponsoring this episode but we're of not the podcast. Cool. <laughs> um. So I guess we have to drink again because we just mentioned the booze that we're drinking. What is this really? Evan Williams. Evan Williams. Yeah, and cheap shit. Coke Zero. Evan Williams Coke Zero. Zero sugar. Um, the next one, Porter asks Ashley a question like he's interviewing her. And we actually talked about this tonight and I'm trying to break We've that habit. We've talked about this multiple times. I don't know why I do that. Maybe just like it's my attempt to not like monopolize the conversation. And so I feel like by asking her a question, it will like help her be involved and not just me just talking the entire time, but I don't, I know that I interview Ash all the time and it's obnoxious, so I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. One of them gets angry and you can't tell if it's real. Sam, it's real. It's Every single time. Real. It's always real. I don't know why we get so angry on this, but we do, I feel like a very good job of like controlling it and are able to keep the podcast going. Oops. God damn it. Will you turn off your fucking Instagram? I'm trying to do... A bunch of shit at once. And, and you're not doing any of those things well. <laughs> no, I'm not. You're, doing, you're failing at all of them. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, there there have been a number of times where we have actually had to like turn the podcast off and start over because we've gotten so heated that we have to pause and splice together like two separate sections of, of talking because it just got real enough that we had to <laughs> we had to pause. Yeah. Um, this is one of my favorites one. Well, the next two, Ashley giggles at her own joke, which is always, yeah. Ash can't say something that's funny without her I'm laughing just gonna at herself. I'm going to drink because yeah. I'm sure that's happened multiple times already. Yeah. And then the next one, Ashley tells a long winded story, <laughs> which is like the running joke. Oh yeah. Not only with the podcast, but just like in our lives because... I really fucking suck <laughs> at telling story stories. Teller. And I, I I'm wish... I'm like, hey, let's tell a story. But I gotta I gotta tell you about that guy's cousin. He had a dog one time and the dog ate dog food one time. And it was uh, this one brand of dog food. And it doesn't mean anything to the story, but I need to tell you. <laughs> I, I hate... I'm gonna admit this now just because we're trying to be <laughs> authentic and real. <laughs> Ash, there's so many times you'll be telling a story on the podcast <laughs> and then you'll stop and come back to me. And I'll have no idea where you are because I've zoned out and have totally stopped listening to you. <laughs> and you'll like bring it back and I'll be like, yeah, no, good stuff. Like for sure. Like absolutely. No, I totally agree with you. And in my mind, I'm all, what did you say? What did she say? What did she say? Because <laughs> I zoned out like 30 minutes ago. So I'm sorry, baby. I love you. Love you. But that that is more <laughs> like the few people who have given us feedback on the, the podcast. One of them was we do... We do ramble and we need some type of a little bit more structure <laughs> a little, and a little structure. bit more direction. Well, and it sucks. So maybe I'm going to like press like a button that has like a red flashing light yeah. that tells Ash to shut up. 
<laughs> and the thing that's hard is we're both the same, and so we almost just feed each other, like eat, egg each other on. Yeah. Like we both just go off on tangents oh, together, yeah. and then not one. Normally, it's like one person that's like, "All right, let's let's bring well, it let's back bring in," it, yeah, but back with us, it's like, "No, let's go as far <laughs> left as we can." Um, just so, like that. Yeah. So Ash tells a long-winded story. Ashley and Porter talk about a movie or TV show they watched. We have not done that yet. We have. I talked about Shameless. Oh yeah, you did. Drink, drink, drink. drink. And technically, I should drink because I told a long story about telling long stories. <laughs> Ashley describes a meme. I haven't done that yet. No, I have not done that yet. They plug the Facebook page. We've done that. We've done that. (laughs) (laughs) Drink. (laughs) We're going to be drunk by the time we even introduce our topic. I know. And they mentioned Podcat, who, thank God, has finally got himself off of the kitchen table. He was on the chair. And is now wandering around the house somewhere. Sulking. He was on the chair next to me, and it was perfect because he was just... Yeah, he's just on being the chair all, like, next to me, and cute and cuddly. And then all of a sudden, he's like, "What? Yeah, you guys are doing something. Let me <laughs> climb up on the table with my nasty, pissy, litter poopy box. litter box feet because yeah. he doesn't like to go outside of this house. No, and even long-winded story <laughs> alert. <laughs> <laughs> Drink. <laughs> Ash giggles at her own joke. Drink. <laughs> He liked to go outside of the old house. I think it's because we had bushes. He still would not shit outside. No. I've had cats that are like indoor-outdoor cats, and it's been perfect because you don't have to use a litter box unless it's like freezing-ass cold. He's like, I'm going to go outside for hours, but I'm still going to come inside to shit. Yeah. Well, then his litter box, when he's done like, and he like tries to bury it, he sprays it all over the goddamn <laughs> living room or the laundry room. He's going for like so there's litter. Olympic distance. Yeah, there's literally how far I can kick this litter across the the, cat litter, the room, ten feet away from his litter box. So, okay, well that's our drinking game. I'm gonna I'm gonna rein us in. I'm gonna bring us back. Fun fact: I make that noise when I get cold. (laughs) (laughs) It is fun. Have the idea of Ash like in bed trying to put it. You go to sleep, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere. All right, baby. So, moving on. That's our drinking moving game. On up. We'll post it somewhere. I'm not going to say where because Ooh, I don't want to drink again. <laughs> but, oh. I'll, <laughs> but I'll post it. You guys can find it. And uh, once again, big, big thanks to you, Sam, for putting that together because we both think it's hilarious. Yeah, I don't know if anyone else does. Yeah. But they should because it's hilarious. Yeah. Um, So, Thanksgiving is this week. Yeah, it's like... It's Tuesday night, so like a day. God, it's already Tuesday. I worked from home today, and I have Mondays off anyways, and so today feels like a a Monday. Oh, my God. I don't even know what the fuck I'm trying to say. <laughs> so Thanksgiving is in a, in a day or two. I only have one more work this week. Yeah, one more sleep until Thanksgiving. Well, two. No, two, two more, more sleeps, sleeps until I Thanksgiving. I only have one more work. One more work until Thanksgiving. Yeah. Speaking of work. Oh, guess yeah. what? We need a ding-ding bell. <laughs> I don't know. If any of you guys can find <laughs> a sound effects for a ding-ding bell, <laughs> we would appreciate that. So when we have a big announcement, we can ding-ding bell. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I got a job offer, and I have signed it. And so I will be heading back into... I will be leaving behind my unemployment. I have been gainfully unemployed for long enough. It's time to go back to work, I guess. So He's Monday, going, guys, going to be a full-time back full-time to worker. being a contributing member of society. I've been contributing quite a bit. Eh, have you though? Yeah. Have you financially? Have you? I do chores and do things around the house. Like, no, I mean a contributing member of society. That's like overrated. Like you're paying taxes and shit. Yeah, that's overrated. I'll, I'll, don't worry. I'll yeah. pay taxes. Oh, I know. We're oh, gonna get I know. Hosed. But yes, I've got hose. Shut up. So, <laughs> sorry, that was mean. <laughs> no, what? <laughs> so, Monday, guys, I go back to work. That's weird. I know. No more. No Mr. more. Nice guy. Sorry, I'm on a fucking. I don't even know. Normally, Ash doesn't get into this until about eleven, eleven thirty at night. 
But luckily, you guys are, are going to get a glimpse of this at 9 o'clock at night and see what my life is like when, I it's, get when it's time so to go to bed and Ash hyper gets at 11. fucking wired at 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> and then all I want to do is go to sleep. I'm Everything old. you say is triggering like a song. Please stop. <laughs> Ash is, in case you guys don't know, she's a walking, talking karaoke machine. A jukebox. Jukebox hero. Um. Yeah, so going back to work. There, I said it. Good. We can move on. Yay, congrats. So Monday, I've got a new job. Congratulations to me and to us for having a a new full-time income. That would be nice. Now I can buy all the things. Yeah, Mm -hmm. lots of of shopping. I'll still be doing some freelance, so if you guys need freelance or know people that need my my skill sets. And I don't know if Porter's ever plugged this, so I'm going to shamelessly plug it for him. Plug it up. I don't know. I'm on one. Porter came out with an ebook for oh. entrepreneurs and slash small business owners slash network marketers. Network marketers. Or just anybody like trying to start their own their own side business, their own side gig. Yeah. And it's uh, how to kind of help your business grow outside of social media. Yeah. So stop relying on Facebook and Instagram to yeah. build your business and it's super informative and it's completely free. Yeah, thanks. 100% Ash. free. You don't even need to give them your email address. Yeah, I'm not trying to use this for You just need to give um your mother's maiden name, the last sample. the last four digits of your social and um your um childhood pet. That's all though. If your childhood pet's still living. No, you're the name of your childhood oh. pet. Because that's usually like a security I question. I literally like the animal. Like <laughs> you have to dig him up from the pet fish. cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you, if you or someone you know is a small business owner or network marketer, you sell oils or whatever. Fitness. Fitness. Hannah. Yeah. Hannah. Hannah. Just kidding. Or you know someone who is, or you just know someone who you think it would benefit, you can get it for free. Mm-hmm. Um, you can either just message us directly, or you can get it on his website at wasatchcontent.com. And there's yep. a little download me button. Yeah, there's a couple of them. Yeah. So yeah, thanks Ash for that Yeah. That plug. This podcast sponsored by my free ebook. This podcast so, is sponsored. Our first sponsor. Yeah, my it's ebook. You. <laughs> Yay. Uh, so check that out or don't. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. You really cool. should. I'm, it's really, really I'm happy helpful. about it. I think that I've had a lot of good feedback on it. And I think that there's a lot of people trying to start their own businesses. Oh, also, and this is probably isn't the time for this either, but I'm starting a second podcast for yeah. my for my side gig here. Yeah, but it's I not live on to iTunes his yet. First so. episode and it's fucking fire. So yeah, it's it's not live yet. So I'm not gonna tell you what it is until it actually is on iTunes. But uh, yeah, I'll keep I'll, I'll let you know. Yeah, and I I think people are shy to call themselves entrepreneurs, but we have friends that are like in the beauty industry, in the like esthetician industry, mm-hmm. like people who do lashes, like. Mm-hmm. Anything that you do for yourself or that's not like contributing to like a corporation, a corporation, this would help you. Yeah. It's free. You have nothing to lose. <laughs> Money so, back guarantee. Yeah. Go buy it. I mean, <laughs> go download it. Go buy it. It's free. JK. Thanks, go Ash. download it. Yeah. Cool. So Thanksgiving is this week, as we, we mentioned. Um, we're all, we need to move on. We're already 20 minutes into this bitch. I know. It's because we don't have a fucking wrangler. Wrangler. A ringleader. We need a referee. <laughs> we need a this is marriage referee. We need the... the My favorite murder has one. I don't remember his name. That's like a dude who like fact checks them and probably... He reigns them in, do you think? Probably. All right. Well, maybe we'll just have to go through and edit a lot of this shit out. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right, let's talk about our topic. Let's get to it. We're talking about Santa Claus. About Santa. Yeah. 
And it's so funny because we were bitching about Christmas and how early people start talking about Christmas. It's Thanksgiving this week. I and then this is our second podcast. I'm ready to throw away the fucking pumpkins and put up a tree. You know what we should be talking about is whether we should even celebrate Thanksgiving because it's basically commemorating like the genocide of the Native Americans. And how... Oh, that sounds political. <laughs> <laughs> a little heavy. <laughs> All right, we won't talk about that. We won't talk about Thanksgiving and it's just like Columbus Day though. Like if people have such beef against Columbus Indigenous Day. Indigenous People Day. Yeah. So Thank you very much. Sit around and celebrate the uh the mass murder of the Native American population. It is what it is. All right. Let's just be thankful that we have a day to be thankful for. Yeah. Which is actually what we talked about last week yeah. gratitude so check that episode out so santa santa claus we're going to see santa on december 3rd and if you guys didn't know about this you can reserve a spot for santa online yeah no staying in eight hour lines that was probably the greatest thing that has happened with my adult motherhood life that didn't make what sense but <laughs> That's like the greatest. Yeah, like, it's fantastic. Parental, parental. Like parenting hack. Yeah. Yeah. We stood in line for Santa last year with a newborn. Because we're like, yay, let's start traditions right out the womb for eighteen hours. <coughs> yeah, it was awful. Sorry, I coughed. So yeah, we're gonna go see Santa. We're, we're taking a while to see Santa, and so it got us thinking. You know, he's only one. But it got us thinking, like, when... He doesn't even know who the fuck Santa is yet. No. We're going to tell him that there's a make-believe man that he needs to believe in. hmm And so then we're thinking, like, the opposite. When do you break it to your kid that make-believe man that I told you about is full of shit, doesn't exist? Yeah. And so that's 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 an interesting conversation. So I have had friends in the past who adamantly like did not let their kids have any belief in Santa. Like they, from, from very, very young age, there was no such thing as Santa Claus. There were no presents under the tree from Santa Claus. When kids would go, you know, at school, they'd come home and be like, mom, like these people are all talking about Santa and the mom would straight be like, no, that's a lie. It's their parents. Like there's no such thing as Santa. Yeah. And then there is on the other side, on the flip side of that, there's the parents that let their kids believe in Santa almost, you know, until it's kind of like a ridiculously, like almost embarrassing old age. Like, for example, I think that I believed in Santa until I would say at least 12 or 13 years old. I I don't know if it went beyond that. I don't I don't remember like a hard, fast time when i stopped mm-hmm. but i know it was it was easy 12 13 were you see i feel like kids who believe in santa um longer than like the norm i guess i don't know what the norm is but longer than like the majority of kids were there a lot of kids who like made fun of you for believing in santa no i think i i or was it not like known or yeah i think it was something i kept to the, you know to my chest like i think it was i don't think i was out with it but you were like aware that there was a lot of kids who didn't believe anymore yeah yeah and in fact like my younger brother we've talked about this my younger brother stopped believing in santa well before i did so how does that like with someone who believes and i we've kind of talked about it like you almost like wanted yeah. to keep the belief but it's kind of like an uh, a deliberate ignorance or something like a willful ignorance. But I mean, so that aside, how do you comprehend people saying like this thing you believe in doesn't exist? And I guess, God, we could get really fucking deep and political with this and be like, this could turn into like a religious thing. Like, yeah, (laughs) this could turn into like a God thing. How do you cope with people telling you that God's not real, but you still believe in him, but we're not going to do that. We're going to (laughs) stick with, we're going to fucking stick with Santa. All right. But like, how was it like your younger brother saying like, I don't believe in something and you still believed in it. I I don't know. I think I was an only child until I was 
until I stopped believing in Santa. So I don't know like what it's like to have peers that. Yeah. I think part of it is, and even now, and this gets complicated and I don't know how much time we want to spend on this. But if you look at the relationship that I have with my parents versus the relationship my brother has with my parents, I think that I have always been much more like under their wing than he has. You know, he's I've, he's always been much more independent and, and kind of just done his own thing. And so for me, the fact that like if my parents said there's still, you know, Santa is a thing, I would be like, cool, done. Like I'm in. I believe you. Yeah. Whereas he would be like, my parents would be like, yeah, there's such a thing as Santa. He'd be like, I don't care that you're my parents. And then this is what you say. I don't believe you. Interesting. And so I think that that might've been a part of it. Put your microphone closer. I can't hear Um, you. That might've been a part of it is kind of just, if they said so, I was more likely to accept their response than he was. Yeah. And so I was just like, well, you're young and you're dumb and you think you know everything, but mom and dad say it's true. So I'm just going to believe what they say. Hmm. But that brings back to that other question we're talking about is like, okay, as a parent, do you just let them believe in Santa until they stop? Or should you at a certain age, like give them the access like behind the curtains and, you know, kind of proactively be like, Hey kid, I need to tell you this. Yeah. And, or just let it happen organically. Cause you found out just on your own, like you found out. No. Well, no, I mean on your own, like your parents didn't tell you. Oh yeah. You found out organically. It just, it happened But I found because out, of people around you. Yeah. But I found out, I feel like prematurely, I was only seven or eight when my mom's boyfriend at the time, his son who was like nine. So he, I can't remember how old I was. He was nine. I can't remember if he was a year or two years older than me, but he, it came up that I still believe in Santa and he made fun of me and was basically saying like that I was an idiot for still believing, which is super tragic. Like that that would happen so young. Yeah. He was a fucking dick, but, and so I like went to my mom like devastated like this is what this kid said and she didn't lie about it she was like well yeah like this is what's up yeah and i like i don't know like this is one of those things where if i was in my mom's shoes or like thinking about wild thinking about him coming to me Saying, hey, my friends at school or so-and-so said that Santa's not real. Mm -hmm. Who's lying? Yeah. Like, I don't know what to do. I feel like it... Well, like like, you had said last night, like, it depends on the age. So, if he's, like, six, seven... I feel like... Then you're going to be like, no. Under 10? This kid's wrong. Like, yeah, totally there's a Santa. I feel like under 10, I would be like, yeah, no, fuck that kid. He's a dumbass. Santa is legit. He exists. I don't know why I'm talking like I'm trying to be cool, but... (laughs) Yo, look, Yo, kid. Hey, listen, Santa's bro, bro. lit, and he's Santa's straight fire, dog. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like if, like, if, like Ellie still believes in Santa and she's eleven, yeah. if she were to come and be like, "Hey, is Santa real?" and I obviously don't have to say, but if she was my kid, biologically, I would be like, "No, Santa's not real." Sorry. Yeah. Because. And I don't know if I'm just like skewed because I found out so young because you found out late or you believed, stopped believing late. And then I've talked to like friends of ours who have also like stopped believing late, like later than most, I feel like. And so I'm like, I don't know if I just found out really early or you guys find out, found out really late or it's like a combination of the two. But up until like talking to those people and talking to you. I was like getting ready to be like, okay, we need to sit down and tell Ellie because right. she's way too fucking old to still believe in Santa Claus. Yeah. But now I'm like, I guess I'm just well, skewed Kyle, because I found out early. I don't, I have no idea. Kyle made a good point that she said to you is just kind of like let kids have that magic. Like it goes away so quickly and you have so much of your life left 
you know, to be like cynical and to be like an adult about things or whatever else. Like, and, and this is an argument in and of itself is like, what is the harm in letting a kid believe in Santa, you know? And is it truly like a magical thing? Does it make Christmas more magical? Does it make Christmas more memorable or does it create that materialism and kind of commercialism that you and I are kind of raging against this year? Yeah. You know, that we're struggling with does the idea of Santa, does the, a belief in Santa perpetuate a negative, um, attachment to toys and to commercialism and to Christmas, you know, being strictly, me 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 you know well and it's hard we've never we were talking about this the other night the four plus years shit this will be our fifth christmas together and in those five coming up five years we have never woken up with ellie on christmas morning and so i have no idea her reaction to like santa presents yeah from what I've seen, it's not, she, and that's, I don't know. I go back and forth because the way she is, she is very like young at heart. Yeah. And so I was, when Porter was like, oh, she totally doesn't believe anymore. And I'm like, uh, I guarantee she does. Yeah. And so when we asked her mom, I'm like, yeah, I'm not surprised that she does. But then thinking back i'm like she's never talked about santa she's Mm -mm, never i've never seen a written letter to santa yeah she doesn't like seem to get excited about santa and we've never seen her for christmas morning but even like when we've had presents because i think we've done at least at the last house i think i did santa presents for her it was never like i can't wait to see what santa brought me like it she's never talked about it like that it's just Oh, this is what I got for Christmas. It wasn't like anything well, about Santa. Because so. she spent she spent Christmas last year in Austin, and I think I joked about, "Do you think Santa's gonna be able to find you in Texas, or do you think that he'll have gifts for you in Texas?" Mm-hmm. And but again, I wasn't there, so I don't know how she responded to it. Because I know my brother spoiled her, and you know, and had a bunch of was super generous and had a bunch of stuff for her. My dad had a bunch of stuff for. Her some of which obviously they said was from Santa. And so I don't have any idea if she acknowledged that as like, oh my God, this is from Santa or like. Or just like, these are my gifts. These are my gifts. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Um, But, you know, is there, I guess I get, keep going back to that question in my mind is like, what is, other than, you know, potentially being like ostracized at school or having other kids make fun of her. Because Ellie I think more than a lot of kids her age is like Ash said, is very young at heart and immature immature. in some ways, but mature in others. And so she plays with other like younger kids better than she plays with kids her own age or older. But she's not like she's immature in ways where she's very much like plays like she's younger. Uh huh doesn't talk about boys Mm. like doesn't want anything to do with like makeup or doesn't care about her phone yeah yeah doesn't care about makeup um because even i was getting my lashes done today and the girl who was doing them she was a like middle-aged woman she had older kids and her youngest was 10 and she was like oh yeah it was my daughter's birthday last week i bought her this i i have never even heard of the guy before it was some country singer who looks like a rapper and like with wears gold chains and a I have no hat. idea. I I never heard his name, but she's like, Oh yeah. So I bought her that C D and she was so excited. She calls him the hot country singer. And I've never even heard Ellie ex- like say that someone was cute no. or hot or express any interest in not at all. The opposite nor the same sex. Yeah. Like she doesn't express interest in like liking people like that. Right. And so like that combined with like what we were talking about, like playing, like in those ways, she's immature. And so it's, I don't know. That's why I was not necessarily yeah. surprised. And so 
So it's like, do we ruin, do we not ruin, but I mean, I guess ruin, do we take that and tell her that it's not real to try and save her from potential bullying or potential from the kids at school so that she isn't an outcast and fits in? Or do we just kind of let her have that? I mean, yeah, it almost makes me wonder, like with her lack of like talk about Santa, because she's not a quiet kid. Like, no. So it's not like no, she's already. And we talked about this before, how she went through the Target toy magazine. Yeah. Circling a bunch of shit that she wanted. But at no point does she ever say, like, I'm going to ask Santa for this or I'm going to write a letter. Yeah. With these things like she took a Sharpie and went through the toy magazine and then handed it back to us. Yeah. And said, here's what I want. I would almost guess if you were to sit down with her and say, hey, Santa isn't real. Santa is mom and dad. She would be like, yeah, I know. Or like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Or yeah. something like, I don't think it would devastate her no, the I way don't it think so devastated me. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, but I don't know. That's just like kind of the vibe I get from it. No, I agree with you. So with Wild then... I think we want to encourage Santa. I think we're going to we're going to play that game with him and yeah, and potential well, other for sure, other baby. But we and It's fun. It's like that makes Christmas like quote magical yeah. for kids, you know. And I generally don't think there's any harm in it. Like I would be interested to see you know across the board with like religious kids versus non-religious kids like who stops believing in santa first interesting i wouldn't have even thought about that because if you're brought up in a religious household where you're raised on faith and like this is god well you can't see god but we have faith that he's there then that i feel like transfers to santa and so you're already brought up with this idea that you you should believe in things that you can't see just because other people tell you that they're real you should accept that yeah. I don't know. Santa is so widespread. Like yeah. it's a world Christmas is a world world oh my god. Worldwide celebrated holiday. Yeah. And, and so, I mean even in non Christian countries they like it I think in like Japan and China they've got Christmas now. Yeah. But I mean even like I wasn't raised with any sort of religion. I definitely wasn't raised Christian and that's where Christmas comes from. Like it's right. a Christian holiday and it's so just widespread that it's yeah, I don't no, think having no, and I understand. Faith. I just was curious as to like if there was any type of correlation between who stops believing in Santa at earlier. Yeah, you know if if the norm, you know, like across the board, let's say the average is ten years old. Mm-hmm. When you have people that fall on the other side of the average, you know, into eleven, twelve, thirteen year olds, are they more religious or not? Because Kyle was like 13 right and she was raised religious i think 12 but yeah but i guess what i was trying to say with that is um i feel like christmas and believing in santa is something that for the most part is so prevalent so celebrated and so pushed on not in a bad way but pushed on kids that it's it's I don't know how to word what I'm trying to say, but yeah, it's, it's, it's prevalent and it's made to believe that it's 100% real regardless if those are your, if that's your mindset with church or not. Yeah. No, I agree. But yeah, it'd be interesting to, yeah, I don't, to see that. There though. might be a study. I'm sure there is some, some type of I'm study. Sure there's a study for everything somewhere. Um, so that's like my hardest thing and I obviously shouldn't be worrying about it because our son is one and he doesn't know who the fuck Santa is or what Christmas is, but I'm like, you obviously don't want your kids to be the kid who gets picked on for anything or like shit like that. And so I'm, I don't. I wouldn't want to like break his heart to spare him from like potentially getting Mm -hmm. picked on at school. But I also don't want him to necessarily hold on to this thing forever and like never give it up. Right. Well, and you don't want to be a liar either. Like if your kid comes to you, like you said, 
at 10 or 11 years old, like point blank and says, mom, are you Santa Claus? Yeah. Like you have a choice right there. Like, okay, I'm going to continue to, to perpetuate this lie Yeah. for the sake of hopefully getting one more year mm-hmm. out of Santa or two more years out of Santa. But then your kid's going to, you know, remember that moment of like, I asked my mom and she lied to me straight, you know, straight to my face. Well, lied I think to me. that's a big thing with kids and with parents is either the parents saying, I don't want to lie to my kids. And so they might tell them like six year old comes to them and says, is Santa real? And mom's like, well, I don't want to lie to my kids. Yeah. I just tell them no. Or vice versa where the kid is, what are you doing? I don't know. Just <laughs> that was loud. Porter's eating the microphone. <laughs> like it's a fucking ice cream cone. <laughs> but, I know that I've heard of kids who they find out even if it's like a normal quote, normal age to find out yeah. and they feel completely betrayed by their parents. Well, and that was my, what I was going to head next to, like, as far as like, you know, ways that Santa could be detrimental is, you know, you kind of rely on your parents as a source of all truth and to find out that they've like been like blatantly lying to you for your entire life. I can imagine can can shake shit up and can really cause you to start to question like, hey, you shouldn't drink before you're 21. Yeah, well, you also told me that Santa Claus is real. Yeah. So you also told me that the Easter Bunny is yeah. real too, and the leprechauns were gonna you know bring me candy and shit for yeah St. Patty's Day. And so, you know, is there some harm in parents telling their kids these stories, knowing full well? that at some point they're going to be found out. Like it's inevitable. It's not that lie. Like this guy isn't your dad and you're going to go through the rest of your life believing that he's your dad <laughs> and never actually find out that he's not. But I mean, it's inevitable that your kids are going to find out that Santa isn't real. I wish is that going to create trust issues going forward? I'll have to ask my mom because I remember it, it was probably when I asked about Santa, but uh, I don't remember if, that's when she was like, oh, these are all the other holidays that I've been lying to you about. Or if those came at different times. Yeah. I don't remember. But I I remember she had like like a really great way of explaining yeah. why she lied about it. So I'll, I'll have to ask her, see if she remembers. But so, it was... Know. It like... I was sad that it it wasn't that he wasn't Santa wasn't real, but I never was mad at my parents about it. Yeah, so they let you down softly. So, you know, and I think it's kind of like, oh, where's our dog? Oh, he's at the farm. He's playing with all the other dogs. Like yeah. he's in a great place. He's mm-hmm. happy. He's loving life. And then in reality, it's like no, a car, dog got hit by a car. Dog yeah. got put, had to get put down or whatever else. And so by sparing your kids' feelings about certain things is there, you know, potential backlash of later on they either won't be equipped to handle loss mm-hmm. or to, to handle things or they just won't trust you anymore. Well, that's the joy of being a parent. You're <laughs> just no matter what you do, it's the wrong destined choice. Destined to fuck up your kid's <laughs> life. That's what we're here for. But so, yeah. yeah, we're going to... I don't know. I... It's the one of the many weird things that I stress over that keep me up at night wondering when and if I'm going to tell our son that Santa's not real and that the Easter money's not real. I feel like the tooth fairy is easier because I remember, <laughs> I think I think I found not I think I like pretty matter of fact that I found out or that I was on to my mom with like the tooth fairy before and the Easter bunny before she ever like confronted that she was because there was like one or two times, you know, when kids just lose all their teeth at yeah. once, I think it was like that thing. And so I had lost the tooth and she forgot to put something under my pillow. And so the next morning I lift up my pillow, my tooth is still there and I'm like, what the fuck? And so I'm like, mom, the tooth fairy didn't come. She's like, what? I'm sure the tooth fairy came. And so she like gets the coin in her hand 
and is pretending to look <laughs> for it under my pillow. And uh, it's like, oh, nope, it's right here. Uh, they, tooth Fairy must have just forgot to take your tooth with her. Yeah. Or with him or whoever. I think that was like one of the moments where I, I fell even deeper in love with you is when you made such an effort to get Ellie like gold dollar coins. Yeah. For Tooth Fairy. And I was just like, you That's- don't even like my kid, but you're <laughs> bending over backwards to get her these things so that you can like and you've always done you know cute easter baskets and and things for her so yeah it's like the you say w- you don't like her but i think deep down you do <laughs> it's like the one the one tradition that i'm like pretty proud to like carry on because my mom always did either gold dollar coins or two dollar bills for like the tooth fairy and i've like suggested yeah. that to other friends yeah and it's like when you're a kid it's really fucking cool because oh, yeah. it's you don't see those every day and it's something that's like i used to save two dollar bills for fucking ever oh, i was a weird collector sure quarter kid sure but i still have some somewhere they were so cool when you were little and so i remember it being such a like a event to try and go and find her those gold coins like the day that we did it like going to different stores and trying to like hide it from her i just remember it being a lot more difficult than yeah. it should have been. I know. Props to all our parents out there. Once you like have but, a kid and you start doing all the shit yeah. that your parents had to do, you're like, God, this is hard. Hey, you just want to like go hug your hug your dad, hug your mom. They're like, hey, thanks. But I see I, all the the shit you had to do for me. But I I will say this, you know, as we're we're talking about Tooth Fairy because we're completely off fucking topic right now. They're all the if you're that parent who leaves live your in kids the same. more than five dollars. Underneath their pillow for the tooth fairy. Fuck you. Yeah. You're ruining it for the rest of us. You're not doing your kid any favors. It's the same with, I felt like this should be said then. Um, When I was growing up and I'm sure you, because I think we've talked about this. Santa gifts were always like the biggest thing. Like way above and beyond. Yeah. Just over the top. Well, but it's always like the thing you wanted most, like that was what Santa brought you. And now as an adult realizing like, Oh, Santa is not a real person. Obviously Santa is mom and dad. And if mom or dad or whoever is the guardian cannot afford to be Santa, then it's really shitty when your kid goes to school right after Christmas. And it's like, Santa bought me a $200 hoverboard. And it's like, Oh, Santa didn't come to my house or Santa only brought me like some socks or something. Some shampoo. Yeah. So, um, make your Santa gifts like small gifts and make your big gifts from mom and dad or grandma or grandpa, whoever, because then it's not that it's not like Santa is choosing favorites and it's not like Santa is favoring the rich and forgetting. Well, I mean, Santa does favor the rich, but well, I think as far as like a valuable life lesson, teaching or having your kids know that your big gifts came from you and that they can see you working for those things. You can have conversations about savings, about budget, about, you know, doing things the right way. And then they see that those gifts came from you. Then they're going to make, it's going to be more of like a teaching opportunity that we work hard for things. We buy nice things, but there's a line and there's a limit. Santa doesn't have credit cards. Like Santa doesn't pay bills. Like Santa just gives you shit for the sake of giving you shit. And so by having these like massive gifts come from Santa, then there's no, it's just like, yeah, I I asked for something and huge and I get it just because I asked for it. But that's just my opinion is I think that you can incorporate lessons about, you know, financial responsibility with your kids. If you have big gifts come from you rather than big gifts come from Santa. Plus they should know that you should get the credit for it. You're, you're playing both sides. Like, your kids should be like, yeah, Santa's cool and all, but my fucking parents, man, you know, my parents got me an Xbox. Santa just got me some fucking socks, this baseball bat or the, you know, these socks, but my parents are awesome. Not like I hate you. You know, Santa brought me this and you didn't give me shit. So I hate you. Yeah. But that's just me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. 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 Okay. Well, Thanksgiving's coming up. Gobble, gobble. Good luck with all Drive your in-laws. Safe. Yeah, we're 
We're going to have an episode about that because we have kind of made some very serious, strict rules as far as our holidays because Ash's parents are divorced so that she has two families there. And then we have my parents and then we've, you know, tried to extended families and tried to get, you know, with Ellie back and forth. And so we'll, we'll have a podcast maybe in the next week or two. It's going to be a double drink episode. Kind of talking about how we have decided to do holidays, but, um, we're traveling to, to Vernal on Friday. So we're excited for that. Yeah. But which God, I hope it doesn't snow. If you guys are out on the road, be you know, safe. listen to our podcast, enjoy it, but please be safe. Wednesday is like the worst travel day in the history of the worst travel days. So <laughs> in the history of worst travel <laughs> days. Yes. No, I think it's like literally like the worst day of the year to travel is Wednesday before yeah, Thanksgiving. No, so, and if I'm just going to fucking say this, if you're going black Friday shopping, first off, don't, don't be a fucking dick. Yeah. No one needs to tickle me Elmo that bad. Circa 2000, but still. Just just buy shit online. Don't go shopping. Sleep in. Buy shit online. And if you see someone being a dick. Toys R Us is gone. What's the point? Call them out. There's really nothing to get in line for. Anybody who's still like spending the night in front of a Best Buy, I would love to ask why. Because there's literally like, I don't think there's anything that you can buy in a Best Buy that you can't get online. Black Friday deals aren't even that great. No. I'm looking at the previews. I'm like, oh, cool. This sale was like three weeks ago. Yeah. And finally, one last thing, because I'm a self-righteous son of a bitch. If you are a company and you are open on Thursday and you are oh, have your doors open and you're selling shit on Thanksgiving, fuck, fuck you. you. Yeah. Close your doors. Send your goddamn people home. Let them have dinner with their families. Yeah. So. Or Black Friday oh, for that matter. Support small businesses. Small Business Saturday. Mm-hmm. Go buy some shit from from some locals. Or support small businesses any day. You don't need yeah. a, a day. But, uh, all right. Well, that's that's kind of our self-righteous tangent here. Ranting. A little, little bit of a rant. If someone falls when you're Black Friday shopping, pick them up. Don't, like, trample them. Yeah. Hit them with your cart. Take the shit out of their cart while they're trying to stand back up. Fucking people. You know. Black Friday makes me not want to live on this planet anymore. A lot of things on this earth make me not want to live on this earth <laughs> a anymore. A lot of things on this earth make me not want to live on this earth. <laughs> <laughs> These headphones are hurting me. All right, let's call it a night, baby. Okay. Okay, guys, this has been another episode of This Is Marriage. I'm Porter. I'm Ashley. Be safe out there. Don't trample people yeah. for tickle me almost. That should be like our closing line. That's what I was trying to make it. Okay. We love you. Good night. We love you. Bye. Bye. Oh, my soul.